Canuck Central in the Kintech studio at Rogers Arena at Stan Richo and Satyar Shah. Patrick Alvin, general manager of your Vancouver Canucks, going to join us shortly. Kintech Footwear and Orthotics, Canada's favorite orthotics provider, supported by over 1,500 five-star Google reviews. Find your perfect fit at Kintech. Net. And this hour is brought to you by Andrew Sherritt Limited, your plumbing and heating wholesaler, a proud family-owned BC company, helping local business since 1892. Before we get to Patrick Alvine, Bruce Boudreau did speak with media ahead of tonight's game against the Penguins. His thoughts on uh, Ethan Bear and more on the matchup against Pittsburgh as well. Here is uh, Canucks coach Bruce Boudreau. Um, no, but the lineup's going to stay the same. How do you try and build off of what you accomplished last night as a group? Well, I mean, hey, listen, uh, uh, we just, you know, we won last night because we we gave it everything we had, but we got to play better, I mean, uh, positionally and everything else. So, I mean, we'll use that as, as a catalyst for what we're planning on doing today. And and at the same time, we're, we're playing a team that we know that has Malkin and Crosby, Latang, and a whole bunch of other guys. And, and so if you can't get up for a kind of game like that, then... You know, it shouldn't be in this game. Your reaction to the trade today, you acquire a right shot puck moving defenseman in Ethan Bear? Yeah, um, you know, uh, everything we can do to improve our team is, is uh, I'm good by. So, I mean, uh, I haven't seen Ethan play in a long time, but I mean, uh, I remember him in Edmonton as a uh, very good puck moving defenseman and very uh, aggressive offensively. So, we're looking forward to having him here. Do you know when he gets here? Like, I mean, you've got three days off after this one. How long I, does it I, take to get comfortable? Well, uh, to get comfortable, that I don't know. To get here, he'll be here tomorrow. I mean, Stadnik is here today. So, I mean, uh, and he'll probably take uh, the, the pregame warm-up. But uh, um, I guess that's, uh, you know, it's, it's up to Ethan to how long he's going to be comfortable. Is there, was there any thought to playing Stadnikas tonight? tonight? You know what? There was there was thoughts, but I mean, he was he was on the way to the airport while we were on the way home. So it's an awful long day flying cross country with the time change and not knowing any of the system that we we play. So I mean, uh, like we want to put people in positions to succeed when we can, and uh, I didn't think this was a position tonight to to put him in at that point. One of the biggest takeaways that you can bring into tonight after getting your first win yesterday? Well, then winning is much more fun than losing. So let's keep doing it. That's the biggest takeaway. I mean, uh, that, you know, I mean, that you never quit and, and uh, you know, certain stuff like that. I mean, but you take away, it's, uh, it's, it was long overdue. And, and when the uh, older veterans uh, uh, get a, in the first couple shifts are, are fighting for your teammates, you know, you better be, the rest of the guys better be prepared to play. You said the same lineup tonight. Um, is Thatcher Demko back in the net tonight? No, or you going? it's going with Martin. Okay. JT Miller took that shot off the ankle at the end of the game last night. Is he okay to play? He's going to play. There is uh, Bruce Boudreaux. Uh, some thoughts on uh, on Ethan Bear and uh, Jack Stadnika and also uh, – how his team is shaping up against the Penguins here. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, Stadnika, like you mentioned, hasn't had a practice with the team, and he likes Boudreaux, that is, to get his guys a practice in yeah. first before playing, whether that's coming off injury or being a new player, of course. So I think we'll see him on Tuesday when the Canucks take on the New Jersey Devils. And same thing with Ethan Bear. Uh, you know, obviously the coach isn't saying a ton about 
you know, the player, how he's going to fit in. But ultimately, it comes down to a player like him seizing the opportunity here. And can he be more than what he was able to be in Carolina? I know Stephen Shawning and Lake is asking the same question. A lot of Canucks fans have been asking, why is he going to work here when he couldn't beat out Jalen Chatfield, which was a guy who couldn't work out in Vancouver a couple of years ago, left for nothing in free agency. So why should we believe in this player? And now we've made the point a number of times now, but... You know, not, everybody's not listening at all all the time, but Jalen Chatfield's game fits in with how Carolina wants to play. And for a third pair, you know, right-hand defenseman role, Ethan Bear is a puck mover, likes to join the rush, get involved offensively. That's kind of where his strength lies. It's not to just be a, you know, kind of north-south defender, a guy who can win battles, get pucks out, and just skate fast. That's not his game. Uh, Jalen Chatfield doesn't jump into the play a lot. He stays back a lot. So as far as what you're looking for to fit that system, Chatfield was a better fit for it. But it is a fair question for a guy who was playing a lot of minutes, like you mentioned, as a rookie and showed some promise. Why have two teams given up on him, essentially? And why is he not able to beat out guys that are undrafted free agents, essentially? And I think it's a fair question to pose. And ultimately, that, that's why he was available for a fifth-round pick and retained salary. There's there's a lot of different ways to look at, at Ethan Bear. Ultimately, Boudreaux kind of nails it. You know, he's 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 an offensive defenseman, and he's a defenseman that can help you build offense from the back end. The Canucks don't have enough of that right now. They don't have anybody no. <laughs> right now with Quinn Hughes out of the lineup that's really helping them do that. I mean, even even the play Luke Shen made last night, he, yeah, he, he provides the assist for Elias Pettersson. It looked awkward as heck while he was doing it, but, you know, that's – sort of the first scoring chance that Luke Shen has helped provide this team uh, this year. So they just don't have enough of that right now. And ultimately, I think the Canucks, not only, um, you know, is there, you know, they need more talent on the back end, but I think they also need to find better fits uh, on the back end. Not to say that that is for sure Ethan Bear, but you know they they need uh, they need more variety back there of what players can do from the back end. Well, they get nothing offensively from those guys right now, unless they're named Quinn Hughes. I mean, Shen's done a good job; he's done a commendable job in the role he's being asked to play, but he's not going to be a guy that's going to no. regularly provide you a ton of offense. And the if th- anything, Myers is their next best like yeah. offensive creator from the back end. And it's very chaotic because yeah. anytime he creates, he also gives up. You know, so it's it's give or take, right? So it's it's not and his play isn't so much moving the puck it's carrying the puck he's a transporter with the puck as far as and not a guy who distributes the puck as well when it comes to transition play you see him skate through a lot with his size and his ability to get out but Ethan Bear is more of a puck mover he can skate it up too far more active in the offensive zone you're going to see him when he gets a chance here you'll see him involved in the play a lot you'll see him around the goal line a lot he does pinch in a lot and that's all well and good to create offense sometimes time and place that can lead to chances going the other way and all that sort of stuff and that's kind of one thing to kind of keep an eye on but he will provide undoubtedly some puck movement that this blue line has been sorely lacking and just like Jalen Chatfield might be a fit in Carolina with how they play and what they need from him could Ethan Bear be a fit with what they need from him on this team playing a top four role right away essentially with all the injuries that they have and if he if he's allowed to play to his strengths maybe you see better play from him but ultimately I am skeptical that he's going to be your long-term answer in the top four but he is a guy who can be at the very least be a placeholder for you, play minutes for you. So if you decide to make some changes, he could be a a, a, a acceptable stopgap for a year or so. So on your right side now, Myers, Shen, 
Burroughs and Bear, uh, a player that uh, we've liked his game a lot this year. Kyle Burroughs um, has, again, exceeded expectations, I would say, most nights. Looks like he would be the odd man out now on the right side. Yeah, I don't know if you put him out. I think you could easily just play him on the left side as well if you had to for the time being, depending on. Right. Now it comes down to Guillaume Brisebois comes out. and Yeah, now it comes down to also uh, Jack Rathbone and mm-hmm. Quinn Hughes being healthy. Then you, uh, you know, then you have a decision to make. Travis Dermott's going to come back into this equation as well. But you do wonder about a guy like Burroughs. UFA at the end of the year, he's shown well enough, and he's a guy that a lot of people like. But, yeah, like – if you're not going to be a playoff team this year and you're not looking to sign him to an extension because you already have some third-pair guys, he's a guy who's going to bring you some value if you decide to move him. So that's the thing with Kyle Burroughs. He went yeah. from being a UFA they signed a couple of years ago, and he's played well enough that not only is he an option for you to play when need be, he is an actual asset for the team now. As far as the defense goes as a whole, you know, uh, the, the two, I would say, bigger moves that Patrick Alvin has made on defense is Travis Dermott, who we haven't seen at all this year, and now yeah. and now Ethan Bear. So you you would look at the defense and say, hey, you've got Hugh Shen, you've got OEL Myers, and Dermott Bear as sort of your six. Yeah, because Pullman looks to be on the outside looking in. Yeah. For for a while, Jack Rathbone though, it's you know. How does he fit into the equation? How much do you want him to play here, too? Now, obviously, we always talk about this, and injuries are going to yeah. happen, and we'll see when guys are healthy. Well, they're not even fully with. healthy as it is, right? And, hey, at what point are they going to even be fully healthy? Is that even going to happen at any point this season? So sometimes we talk about these things. Just like, remember, before the season, it's like, the Canucks have all these forwards. What are they, they should trade a top nine forward. They have <laughs> yes. so many. It's like, well, give it a week. Yeah. <laughs> There'll be injuries. And there always uh, does happen to be some injuries. Uh, now joining us exclusively here on Canucks Central, it is General Man. Manager of the Vancouver Canucks, Patrick Alvin. You, you, you've been pretty busy, Patrick. Uh, how's how's the phone looking right now? Still busy or what? Uh, you know what? That's uh, that's. I guess it's part of my job, guys. And uh, <laughs> uh, you know, trying to improve our team and look at all the uh, all the options we have to uh, support this group and and uh, finding ways to win hockey games here. Uh, before we continue on, how how was it to get the first win of the year? Relief, big sigh of relief last night. Yeah, I think it was a good uh, good game for the boys here. Uh, um, great for Bruce to get his 600th win there. Um, uh, we fight hard, we fought hard to the end there, and then hopefully get a little bit of a momentum and, and confidence going into tonight's game. Well, and as far as the moves that you've made, I know you guys talked a lot about wanting to do more when it comes to the defense this offseason. You weren't able to do so, but you were able to get the deal done with Jason Dickinson, which brought Riley Stillman in, who's been injured, of course, and you made a trade for Ethan Bear as well. Is this more of what you were hoping to do on the back end, and how much more work do you think you need to do to change the defense? Well, uh, you know, uh, we we always looking at the options here, and then uh, uh, with a flat cap here over the last couple of years, and and uh, um, you know, some of the uh, teams are are tight in the budget, uh, or sorry, tight uh, towards the cap, and and uh, it's not as easy to make moves around the league. So, um, my staff is is. Uh, is aware of it and, and we're looking at options all the time to see what we can do to improve our team but we're uh, uh, we're happy to have uh, two young defensemen in Riley Stillman and Ethan Beer coming into our group and, and uh, uh, creating more competition and, and more options for the coaching staff to put a good team on the ice. 
When you look at Bear, I mean, he had a really successful rookie season, uh, played over 1,300 minutes in, in 1920 next to Darnell Nurse, but hasn't really gone well for him sort of since then. Uh, what does he need to do to get back to, to some of that previous form? I think that, you know, you're coming into the league early and, and uh, uh, maybe you think you, you, you're – you know, establish yourself right away. I think in this league, you always have to improve every single day and you always have something to prove uh, to yourself and, and to others every single day. So um, you get traded and, and sometimes it takes, an, you know, a little bit of an adjustment for younger players to to figure things out. And, and uh, in his case, Carolina was a different uh uh, structured team and, and, a, and a very good team so I'm sure he learned a lot being in that position there in Carolina and, and he's uh, really excited to come back here to Canada and, and uh, join Vancouver Canucks well, and, and now you guys have made uh, a couple of trades within a couple of days. And, you know, mostly, obviously, these guys kind of fit in, in depth roles, and we'll see how, to, how they kind of build out over time. But coming into the season, there was obviously hope for this team to get off to a good start and be able to be in playoff contention. That hasn't yet happened so far this year. Are these moves an indication of maybe this year the team not being what you had hoped? Or is this just part of you guys still need to keep turning things over and think towards the future and make these long-term bets? Like, have your, did your mind change at all on the team based on how they started the season? I don't think our, ty- our, our minds have changed in the plan we had. I think uh, Jim and I have always said we're, we're looking to improve our team and then trying to get uh, younger pieces in here, uh, good character players and um you know, we're not happy with the start here, and, and uh, uh, hopefully we can work together and, and uh, get us out of this uh, this negative trend, and especially with the wind last night, and uh, and build from there. But uh, nothing has really changed. I think we, you know, we have a lot of young players here. I uh, you said the other day, I think we're, we're the sixth youngest team starting um, at the opening night roster there. And uh, we've got a lot of work to do here, and uh, everybody's on the same page, and we're willing to do the work. Do you think the the slow start to the season maybe uh, brought more urgency to make some moves on this roster? Um, I'm not sure if I would say urgency. I think you're always looking for uh, for, for options uh, to improve your team, and, and uh, sometimes, uh, it, it, it's hard uh, due to the current cap situation or due to, to um, you know limited assets in your organization when, when you're going to uh, be in on a trade or, or a free agent signing but uh, um, my job as a general manager is always look at uh, you know how to improve our club uh, short term and long term one of the things that you also talked a lot about was was trying to obviously get some more draft picks and be able to build out your prospects pool and all that sort of stuff. And yeah, you guys were able to add a third round pick and you traded a couple of picks, the second in 2024 uh, to get Jason Dickinson's money off the books and obviously the fifth round pick to get uh, Ethan Bear here. Do you have a plan as the season goes on with some of the players you have on your roster to try to recoup some of those draft picks? Um. I don't know. Uh, if something comes available that make our team better, uh, we're sure uh, uh, listen to those things. And uh, again, I fully trust in my uh, scouting staff uh, to be able to to find players uh, in the draft and, and free agents. And I think we were able to do so in in uh, Neil Salmon and 
uh, Andre Kismenko here and Philip Johansson this summer, and uh, we'll continue to do that. Patrick Alvine, general manager of your Vancouver Canucks, joining us uh, here on Canucks Central. Uh, one, one of the things Bear uh, has provided through his career, and, and even uh, Coach Bruce Boudreau mentioned this when he spoke earlier today, he's he's got some offense to his game. Um, it, has that been a concern for you in, in building out and looking at this defense that you don't, beyond Quinn, of course, there, there's uh, sometimes a lack of offense coming from your back end? Um, I think part of it is how you play. Um, I think in today's game, you've got to activate the defenseman and, and play as a unit of five guys, and, and uh, you've got to find ways to, to evolve your defenseman in, in the offensive rushes in the offensive zone. And uh, um, Ethan is, is a good puck mover in hockey sense. Uh, I think other players on our team are capable, um, but I think we've got to find ways to, to evolve or, or decor better. And, uh, you know, play more as a, as a five-man unit out there. Uh, I know you mentioned yesterday that so far there isn't much new to report as far as conversations uh, with the organization and the club captain, Bo Horvat, on a contract extension, but we all know the contract is running out at the, en- at the end of the season, and the trade deadline, of course, is not coming up until the new year, but at what stage would you prefer to have some clarity on that situation? Um. Uh... I believe the trading deadline is coming up in February, not yeah. New Year there. But, no, just uh, after New Year is what I meant. Uh, yeah. uh, well, well, you know what? Uh, Bo is, is a captain of a team. Um, he's been a good player here for a long time. Uh, I trust Bo and, and how he leads his team here, and uh, we'll see. Um, I have a good relationship and, and conversation with his, uh, with his agent there and see where, where it goes. Patrick Alvin, uh, our guest, you know, you mentioned uh, some of the way that the team has played. Do you feel like um, a lot of uh, some of these early struggles have, have come down to injuries and maybe not seeing some of uh, what, what the coaching staff has, has wanted to put in place the way that they had envisioned it? Um, I, I don't want to use that as an excuse. I think a lot of teams are going through some uh Injuries uh, during a full um, season. Um, I think we uh, have a good depth and, and players that have come up that played extremely well. Uh, it's more about uh, us playing as a team and playing together and being on the same page. And um, I think that's been a little bit of a struggle. Um, special teams need to be better. Uh, and uh, certainly here, uh, we need to start winning more games. Patrick, really appreciate your time. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, guys. Uh, there is uh, General Manager Patrick Alvin joining us here on uh, on Canuck Central Sat. Yeah, uh, didn't give give away too much as far as what the what the plan is coming up, but never does. Uh, but mentioned, yeah, you know, obviously they're they're still active, they're still open to things, and you know, like you kind of mentioned, you know, the question he kind of laughed about the question about trying to recoup some draft picks. A lot of that depends on how the season goes. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, where you're at around the deadline and what your players are looking like, who's healthy and all that sort of stuff. So I think it was kind of you don't want to get too far ahead and say, yeah, we're, we're going to be looking to recoup all the draft picks as the season goes on. But uh, he's been very coy ever since taking uh, taking over the job, but says the plan remains the same. And that is to try to turn over this roster as much as possible and um, still try to get younger long term. And uh, younger is... 
you know, they already are a, a young team as a roster. He even mentioned that again, uh, the sixth youngest team coming into the season by average age on the NHL roster. So there is that. They add a couple of younger players again here in Studnika and, and Ethan Bear. But, you know, I know that people have wanted a longer term and maybe a four to five year builds, really slow builds for this club. I don't think they ever viewed it that way when they came in and everything they've done to start this season has sort of hinted at that even more. And the moves in the last 24 hours that this is maybe not this year is when they really want to be pushing, but in the next two years, Sat, that's when this management group sort of hopes to be uh more than just a playoff contender, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the hope, right? And how do you get there? And yeah. how long is it going to take for you to kind of get to that spot, right? And I You're think going to need one of these bets that you're making to, to hit. For sure, but these bets are probably not going to be the ones that put you over the top that way, right? Yeah. Like, the bets that you're going to have to make that change the organization is making a couple bold moves, yeah. you know? And you look at the teams, and that's why people talk about a rebuild. Even if it's not a rebuild, there has to be some sort of subtraction that gives you the space to do other things, you know? And when is that going to come? And I think that's ultimately what people are waiting for. It's uh, going to be an interesting next few months in Vancouver. We appreciate the GM joining us here on Canuck Central. Up next, we get into the pregame. We'll have the roundtable with color analyst Randeep Janda, Canucks, and Pittsburgh Penguins. Vancouver going for their second straight dub. That's coming up next on Sportsnet 650.